One of the great things about co-producing this program with the BBC is the incredible range of voices you get to hear. For example, this week the BBC spoke with an unusual military veteran, Captain Mamo Habtewald. He's now 81, but 60 years ago, Mamo was a young officer in the Imperial Guard of Ethiopia. That was when Emperor Haile Selassie answered a call from the United Nations to send troops to Korea to fight the communists. In Addis Ababa, the Emperor Haile Selassie reviews an Abyssinian battalion off to Korea to join the United Nations Army. Always when the battalion going to Korea, he came himself. Mamo vividly remembers seeing the emperor. And he giving each battalion a flag. As he gave us that flag, he ordered us to bring that flag back. And all the battalion did that very, very successfully. Mamo's unit was attached to the U.S. Army's 7th Division. At the time, the army had just been desegregated. But Mamo says racism was not an issue for the Ethiopian soldiers. We Ethiopians are proud and boasting that we are Ethiopians. We don't care any color. And the, the Americans, they don't call us Negro. The Ethiopian soldiers soon won a reputation as tough fighters, earning the respect of their American allies. We are best fighters. The three battalions fought 253 battles. No prisoner captured from Ethiopia in Korea War. Thus, Ethiopia motto, never be captured in the war field. By 1953, the Korean War had degenerated into a bitter trench war, as this old U.S. newsreel makes plain. Men fight and die for battered bunkers and shell-scarred trenches on the barren rocky slopes. Daily, U.N. troops march into battle to pay in blood and pain for strategic hills. Mama was stationed at a place named Porkchop Hill. One night in May, he led a patrol into no man's land. He had no idea that coming the other way was a full-scale Chinese assault. We're 14 Ethiopians with me and one American. All together was 15 men. It is written we fought 301 man against 20. They killed four of, from our patrol, including the American corporal. And all of us are wounded. Wounded and trapped in no man's land, Mamo fought on, desperately searching for a working radio to call in artillery support. He gave his pistol to another Ethiopian to cover him while he searched. He was worried he would pass out. That time I'm afraid maybe I'll be captured. I want to kill myself. And when I ordered the soldier to give me back my pistol, he refused me. Dreading the thought of being captured and dishonoring the flag of Emperor Haile Selassie, Mamo hunted for another weapon among the dead. Then the Chinese attacked again, and Mamo continued fighting. Eventually, he found a radio and called in the American artillery. That stopped the Chinese offensive in its tracks, and it won the young Ethiopian, the American Silver Star, for gallantry. He was the only man left standing. When they went all to hospital, I am the only man back to the my bunker. I was depressed very much. Ethiopia lost 121 men in the Korean War. More than 500 were wounded. After the war, they returned to Addis Ababa and a hero's welcome. It was really a big day, especially when you came back from Korea. We brought the dead, all the dead men with us. It was uh, Addis was so so crowded. Half of the people are weeping. It was a big ceremony, especially when we came back. 
The practice of bringing the dead home from a foreign war was unusual at the time. It was a custom that impressed Ethiopia's American allies, and the U.S. began doing the same thing in 1953. Mamo Habtuwold spoke with the BBC in Addis Ababa earlier this week. You can hear more of his story at theworld.org.